0: In this week's episode of the Past the Everything podcast, we cover a two year old cheese burglar, the new must have addition to your messy burrito eating experience, hip hop Cheez Its, and New York City lunch delivery disaster. Closing with our food high and low moments of the week.
1: Let's eat.
0: From our table in New Orleans, this is the Fast Everything Podcast.
1: Your favorite food podcast.
0: I gotta apologize right off the bat. (laughs) I know you're like, where was my podcast yesterday? Yeah.
1: Well, I put put it out on the Instagram story because we do have people, and bless them, I mean, legitimately, who it is their morning routine. Like, the first thing they do in the morning is they listen to the podcast while, you know, getting ready for work or whatever they need to do. And if it's even like an hour late, we get messages of being like, hey, where where the fuck's the podcast this week?
0: Well, the good thing is you're still brushing your teeth on a different day so you can still listen to us while you're doing whatever your morning routine is. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. a slightly different day. Bump whatever podcast you usually listen to on Thursday mornings Yeah, us. Yeah, cut for us.
1: all the other ones out <laughs> except for ours. If anything, like you should be adjusting like, to us. Right. Yeah, not to you. Not us to you. <laughs>
0: He is my podcast partner. For the sake of the podcast, we call him PTE. He started the past, the everything Instagram that began this whole journey. And he is currently uh, on pursuit of a cure for writer's block. I don't think
1: there's any cure for it. I think that you just have to sit down and keep working through it because it's a pain in the ass. So it involves my sub stack. I kind of branched off of the whole past everything The I drink and I know nothing. Mm -hmm. I've been working on this piece. I've been writing about like living in the moment and jazz fest. Right. And Mm -hmm. like, I want to get it out there before like by your boogaloo. And anyways, it's been, it's been a lot and I've been working on it for a couple of weeks now and I'm ready for it to be fucking over at this point. So,
0: so I think the cure is just persistence. Yeah.
1: every Every day, even if I don't want to do it, I will try, I will work for two hours or so on it and then go to bed pissed off. And she's Ashley. She's my <laughs> wonderful co-host who also shares her voice and production talents with not only this podcast, but also with radio. New intro, by the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you also gave me permission to say that we are late this week because you're a big girl now. <laughs> I almost texted you and was like, hey, can I talk to corporate Ashley? Like I... (laughs) I was like, but no, I mean, we were having the conversation and I was like, you know, your schedule now is more set in stone. Like I obviously can be more flexible with things. So let me know what we need to do. We're still figuring it out. This is all new.
0: You know, it is more set in stone, but at the same time it isn't because now I have like an infinite new number of people that can request Zoom meetings with me or Mm. just like send me a quote, quick email. Oh God. Quick question. Yeah. It's usually not quick. Five parter. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And... (laughs) This is the funniest part of now me having a job where like, at first they said it was a work from home position, but now it turns out there are some things that I do have to go into the office for, Uh, which is fine. good. No, it's fine. I'm okay with it. But in the uh, week that I actually had to start going into the office every day, Mm. we discovered that our super top secret, like elevator that you have to have a key card to get to any floor in for security reasons. Okay all of a sudden my card doesn't work anymore because the building deactivated it from the person who had that card before.
1: Oh, so they just gave you the old card from the former employee.
0: Who got fired for like scandalous reasons.
1: Yeah, you should probably, you know, deactivate and then reactivate a new one.
0: Does it matter if they deactivate it if they take it away from the person? Like they can no longer use it.
1: I, I don't know. I can I can understand why for like weird HR sure. corporate purposes, like we should deactivate this just to cover our bases. I don't know. But for
0: perspective, like when you yeah. work in radio, there's no reason to dress up. So I like I'm wearing like jeans and a band T-shirt or whatever, and I'm in the elevator with a man in a nice suit, and I'm like, oh, I can't I can't get to my floor because yeah. my key's not real, <laughs> and I li- I'm like, I promise I work here. <laughs> Like, okay.
1: Yeah, sure you do.
0: Okay, you green headed weirdo. Sure.
1: So funny because (laughs) I didn't think about that dynamic where, like you said, it's mostly like casual clothing in the office because Mm -hmm. everyone, you know, works in radio. I would love to be in that position and have somebody new. Like, okay, we just hired Ashley. By the way, everybody, like, she has green hair. Now everyone, like, we're gonna get on in on this joke. Everyone wears super, super, super business attire. I'm talking like three piece suits, <laughs> vests,
0: ladies and heels, you know, ladies and heels and yeah. dresses.
1: Like get dressed to the nines. So when she comes in, she feels really uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to do the thing where I'm like, Hey, Ashley, we need to have a talk with you in the office. Mm-hmm. And be like, actually, oh, we're just fucking with you. I went out of my way to put this suit on just to make you uncomfortable. You're totally yeah.
0: Fine. You know, on my very first day, I dressed like a slightly more business. Were you touching the wall, like
1: dipping the toe? Yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. wanted to have your bases covered. And
0: then I was like, oh. I'm the fanciest person here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) pull it back. Before we jump into the scoop, uh, as we usually talk about our food stories that's going on in the news, we have to do a food story follow up. Yes, we do. I love when we get like direct responses, no matter what time of the day, whatever medium you send it to us on. Yes, you got a text, right? I got
1: a text, and also I think this is kind. It was meant to happen because this text would not have been received in time for us to talk about it. Basically, in real time.
0: If I hadn't the podca- been late.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, po- the podcast was delayed on purpose. So, anyways, <laughs> we shared the story last week. And what was it again? Hold on. I'm reading the title Oh, of Dirty Soda. Gross. It's uh, It originated. And if you haven't listened to the podcast episode, please go back and do so. But it originated in, in Utah, Salt Lake City, I believe. We made comments and kind of were joking about how this is a, a thing that Mormons do because Mormons love their sugar. They don't drink or smoke or do drugs. Awful. But- they love their sugar and dirty soda is a thing. It's a TikTok trend. Mm-hmm. And now it's starting to for the nation. Literally 10 minutes ago, I get a text from my buddy who I think I mentioned on the podcast. And I was talking about how he lives out there and kind of his experience and how he's like the most non-Mormon Mormon person ever. Anyways, and his uh, text to me was end quote. Thanks for the shout out on the pod. Dirty soda is so popular here. Caps. It is ridiculous. There are several chains that have lines around the building all day long face palm emoji.
0: Oh my god, it's like when you go to yeah. places like from your recent experience, Nashville, yeah. and there's like one of those instagrammy murals on the side yes. that all the girls want to take pictures with except yes. this costs money and is disgusting.
1: Yeah, they're fa- they're literally fast tracking people through drive throughs for diabetes <laughs> in Salt Lake and like in and around fucking Utah. So, shout out to Tyler for messaging me that and being like not only are y'all right, but it's it's way worse than you could possibly imagine, like lines around the block no. and all these buildings for people being like, I need dirty soda, which is so fucking disgusting. There's nothing about it that sounds good at all. I, I, anyways, I just I'm not surprised by it, but I didn't realize it was that bad. I'm scared of how Louisiana is going to react to this.
0: Like if yeah. you thought meth was
1: bad, wait until dirty soda hits Louisiana.
0: I drove by kind of a crazy line the other day for something that I still don't think I quite understand.
1: Sure it wasn't a Chick-fil-A? No, it
0: okay. was a place uptown that supposedly has cheesecake stuffed snowballs? Oh fuck. I don't I don't get it. It is it real cheesecake or is it
1: Yeah, how would you do that? I don't know. Like, logistically, I'm trying to understand how do that makes put, sense. You just put like a
0: piece of cheesecake in a styrofoam cup and then put some ice around it and then squirt the like how I have many questions. I, I didn't stop because the line was too long. Where is this at? It was uptown, like in the Riverbend area. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out where I was mm. and uh, send you a, a drop a pin or something. Yeah. Once I, can, I do want, research. I
1: want to try that because I do love cheesecake and yeah. I also love snowballs. Yeah. I didn't know that you could do a snowball stuffed cheesecake.
0: I, I don't know how it works. I don't know the mechanics. That's a line know. I'd be
1: willing to stand in though. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we'll figure yeah, it out. Okay.
0: If you know the name of it and you can like send us that real quick to save us some. Yeah, Googlings. that would be great.
1: Like the taco truck thing that you and I. <laughs> Mystery at, solved. Yeah. At a bar for, you know, the two hours that we were there and had no idea the name of the taco truck. So thank the
0: you. The most helpful listener community. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Very helpful. Speaking of shout out, Christy uh, DM'd me the first story for the scoop today because God knows I didn't have a lot of research time this week. Uh, You might've seen this headline. It's kind of going a little bit viral. This two-year-old is maybe my hero. Okay. Uh, His mom was doing something on the computer and letting her kid play with the phone. Mm -hmm. And I guess she just thought that he was going to be like using the camera and taking selfies, which first of all, we're teaching our two-year-olds how to take selfies and things. Okay, fine.
1: Yeah. There's a, sorry to cut you off really quick. There's a, (laughs) there's a video that like JJ Reddick, you know, NBA player. Now he's retired. He's a player for the Pelicans. He posted a video on his Instagram today of like his kids in their room playing Mm -hmm. basketball, like dunking the basketball. And the video was edited and he was like, my like three, my seven year old edited this video, like oh my without god. my help. Like they put together this video, and I'm oh like, oh my god, oh my god. Anyways, so yes, these, these, this is very real.
0: So she thought he was gonna be just playing harmlessly with the camera, but instead, he opened up the DoorDash app. Oh god! First of all, already impressed, and found his way over to McDonald's.
1: <laughs> this is already getting better.
0: to order thirty one cheeseburgers for delivery. Okay, and tipped. That is my favorite part. And that is why he's my hero. He's this, already better than a lot of the adult humans I know.
1: That is, okay. So this is fantastic. First off, like finding the DoorDash app is impressive in and of itself. Because usually people, and maybe this mom has her phone set up this way too. Usually you have like all the food delivery apps in one space. Where it's like your little, you know what I'm saying? Like you organize I things. them, yeah. Yeah, I group things. I mean, now we have so many apps you almost have to. But that's where my mind went too when you mentioned that he tipped. I don't see anything wrong with this story. In fact, I think that like adults that don't tip should take a fucking lesson. Right. Like from this a two
0: year old who can't even read. Yeah, and He, even yeah. It out. <laughs> he can't again, even read, but he has manners. Then again, it's not his money. So sure. I'll tip like 40% oh my God. if I'm spending somebody else's money.
1: Other people's money to order food. I'd tip so heavy, like minimum 30 to
0: 40%. <laughs> it says the total bill was ninety one seventy. It oh included God. a $16 tip to the DoorDash driver. The New York Post story that I found this in calls him the cheese burglar. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is the mom is like, what the hell do I do with all these cheeseburgers? So she just got on Facebook and she's like, "Um, is anybody interested in a McDonald's cheeseburger? I have 31.
1: I mean, you live in New York. I'm sure you have a bunch of neighbors who would gladly take that off your hands. But can you also imagine what it's like to be this mom who goes away for two minutes and her two-year-old's playing with her phone? fast forward 24 hours later and there's an article in the New York post and your two-year-old has a nickname and is like being internationally known as the cheese burglar. This is a great story. This two-year-old's an, an incredible human being. If you're the two-year-old,
0: like put that somehow write that in your, I don't know, college application essays mm. and stuff like that. Or mm. like, I don't know, somehow find a way to make that part of your personality as you get older.
1: Yeah. I started giving back to people when I was two years old and then just link to the New York Post article.
0: Mm -hmm, This -hmm. is an
1: incredible human being. And there are a lot of people out there that use food delivery apps and they either don't tip or they tip like one or 2% or some bullshit. It's basically like throwing a fucking change in someone's face while you're at it take a lesson from this two year old and be a decent human and tip the people that work in the service industry.
0: Yeah. I think the story originated on uh KHOU, which is like a Houston affiliate. So it sounds like this is a Texas family. Oh, I thought it was New that York. That made bad. it so big that now it's being shared on the New York post. Yeah. Either so, that or it's a slow
1: news day. You, you it know, is so. at
0: least going national. Yeah. If not soon, uh international cheeseburger superstar.
1: And, and McDonald's should hop on this and try to think of like some I'm way. Sure they to, already have. To, they have to, right? <laughs> He's the cheese burglar.
0: Yeah. They end up being the, uh, you know, evil genius that we talk about in far too many of our episodes. Way too many.
1: It's insane how often McDonald's is always at the top of the news. It blows my mind. I don't understand it. You and I have talked about it. We have to go out of our way to avoid McDonald's stories. And there's weeks where it's literally impossible Mm -hmm. because there's like five and two of them are really good. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, I don't want to repeat. Like McDonald's stories, but we have no other option right now. like this
0: one was sneaky. Even when it's like Texas toddler orders 31 cheeseburgers, dot, 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 from From McDonald's. Like, of course. God damn it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have two new kind of developments, I guess, in food. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them comes from Johns Hopkins University engineering students. I didn't realize that this was enough of a problem that these students dedicated their project to creating the problem solution. Uh, If you eat a burrito and it falls apart too easily for you and it makes a big mess, Mm -hmm. these students are taking care of you because they created an edible adhesive tape called Tasty Tape to keep burritos and other wrapped foods sealed up while you're eating. So, like, you can just eat the tape while you're eating, less mess it's, I don't, why can't you just hold the burrito real tight and just power through it and don't put it down until you're done eating? (sighs) I have
1: so many thoughts. Okay. So you did not share this story with me I mean, don't share most of the stories with me in advance, but you really would like, I wanted to share this with you on the pod to get your real time reaction. Did you do this on purpose? Because there was a couple of days ago where I came across, uh, an image online, it was like, a, it was kind of a joke, but it was like, this guy's living in the year 3,000, or whatever, right? And it was an image of an individual, and he was eating a burrito, and under the burrito, he had like a funnel, like you would use to like change your car oil in, and he was using that funnel, like as the burrito ingredients were falling out, um, or, or like, you know, he couldn't keep it contained, it's falling into the funnel, into another uh, burrito that he had laid out underneath a, on a plate. So he had like the tortilla on a plate open underneath a funnel. Uh-huh. And the ingredients were falling out as he was eating, creating another burrito from him to eat afterwards.
0: First of all, I love that you think I am keeping an eye on your internet browser history. And I know all the content that you've seen recently.
1: <laughs> did you I share shared it. I shared oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, well then second of all, That would be love... really
1: funny if I was like, I Googled this a week ago and I know you know that I did that.
0: <laughs> I now have to apologize that I, I don't have push no, notifications I, set on your I shared your it. I shared yeah. it, yeah.
1: I, I put it on my story. So I, I didn't know if you saw it or not. And this triggered you though i kind of like the funnel idea more than i like the tape idea though only because the funnel idea is so fucking over the top like to go to like a jiffy lube and be like hey i'll Wait, take that plastic wh- funnel
0: why do you think that funnels are only used for car things i
1: don't know because i can't think of oh, okay the tin man's hat like no I can't... <laughs> no like when you're baking <laughs> no because the one in this photo and it's probably done on purpose for the humor the humor side Uh of it uh look like one that you would use like for your car. It was like like
0: not food. grade. Yeah. It did not look.
1: Yeah. So that's why I keep in my mind. That's how it's associated. And also it makes it funnier. It's like, instead of using one that you would use for baking, which Mm -hmm, is like, well, that's mm -hmm. not as funny, but I don't know. Like I kind of like the funnel idea because to me, it's more over the top. And I don't know if, if I trust like this edible tape, what would it taste like? Does it come in different flavors?
0: They tested a multitude of ingredients before coming on their final recipe. Um, it doesn't, Tell us what the secret formula is because they're currently applying for a patent on this
1: Mm, or they're being sketchy,
0: which also means we'd have no idea when it could be available.
1: Why would you release this news if you don't have the patent out there? What if we had a bunch of free time, which we really don't. And then we went out there and, you know, got all scientific with it and wanted to create edible tape to hold our burritos together, which we never will.
0: I think they're just trying to create a demand now that, you know, the idea is out there. Uh, they're like, oh, let's get people excited for this thing that's coming and then we can make money off of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you think that one of these chains has to buy this up, right? Like once the patent is there... And they prove that it works. And
0: Chipotle buys it. And oh, my God. Sells and then it with also the burritos. gets the
1: exclusive rights to it. Yeah. Because now they can now they can also advertise that their burritos do not fall apart. Right. Like, you have a whole different ballgame that like
0: Chipotle, the better burrito. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like,
1: And then you have the videos, like the tape. And it can you know be edible and people like it. And Qdoba's like, motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. they got us good. Like, we mm-hmm. had them on the queso. And then they got the queso. And now we we're on an even plane. And then they come out here. Now they have the edible tape.
0: It's like, it comes in a little wax paper. And you peel it off, you wet it, like a temporary tattoo, and then you stick it on the food you want to hold together, and that activates it, and then you can just eat it up with the rest of the burrito.
1: I feel, I don't know how I feel, I don't know why I'm so weirded out by this concept, but I do hope that Chipotle, or like one of these chains, I say Chipotle just because I love Chipotle, but I hope that one of these chains figures it out and that this tape actually works. And I think I'm thinking of Chipotle because one of my life hacks, and I don't know if I've shared this with you, but one of my life hacks for Chipotle to get the biggest burrito without getting charged extra is to ask them to double wrap it. That mm-hmm. is like the biggest, like for me, my secret way to eat Chipotle. Because if you say, I want a blah, blah, blah burrito double wrapped, not only do you get more food, but also like you almost guarantee like less of a mess because it's so contained. But your burrito comes out like, uh, not like twice as big, but pretty damn big because like the workers don't think about it, but you have to like almost put more ingredients to fill the damn thing, and I'm telling you, double wrap your
0: burrito next time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you're also onto something with saying that this should get bought up by one of the burrito chains because Why thinking would you about not? it, I don't make enough burritos at home. No. You know, cuz for me, when you're a single person that is it takes so many ingredients I see what to you're make saying. the burrito I want. So you're like, taking a
1: volume. How many yeah. burritos you're making at home per year? Right. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not gonna buy a pack of this at Target or the grocery no. store or whatever.
1: And if you did be one a year. Like you wouldn't need multiple right. packs. But right. if you're a chain, mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. fucking That's the money's rolling at, through these things. For sure. Yeah. I like it. We're just bridging the gap You're welcome for the help. We are like tape ourselves. We're bridging the gap between the tape and the burrito. We're like, Mm -hmm. if you put a, Mm -hmm. okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But also please don't eat us. I keep forgetting no
1: one's watching us. And so I start trying to get animated. And Mm -hmm, then you're just looking mm -hmm, at me like, dude, mm -hmm, this doesn't mm -hmm, work. (laughs) mm
0: -hmm. Another new development from a snack perspective Cheez-Its are coming out with a new version of their delicious little cheesy crackers. The
1: original's the best. Uh, do less, but all right.
0: <laughs> the toasty ones are good.
1: They are good. And they also have the hot version, which I also enjoy. But the original Cheez-Its, it is the ultimate snack cracker.
0: What about some that have cheese that were sonically aged I don't know what that means. Okay, so sonically means like with sound. So yes. it, they do the regular process of aging the actual cheese, but then they add music to the experience of the cheese. They play music while this cheese is chilling, I guess, before they make it into a cracker situation. What? Okay. Sonically aged by hip hop in this case. (laughs) Okay. What the fuck? Cheez-Its and Pandora teamed up to release a limited edition version of Cheez-Its, sonically aged to hip hop. It it started with this study uh, that came out of Switzerland three years ago, which found that cheese tastes better when it's been exposed to to 90s hip-hop versus other music genres like classic rock. This doesn't
1: make any sense whatsoever. This is a real study. Classical I feel like you're reading an article from The Techno. Onion right now. Oh my- <laughs> country music, bad cheese. Yeah, yeah.
0: The cheese was sad, you know, from listening to country music. Oh, my music, God, right. yeah.
1: Another dog died.
0: Right. Truck it's, won't start. It's very unclear in that study which specific 90s hip-hop songs that Cheese was allowed to listen to. I mean, I do appreciate
1: the genre. I mean, 90s hip-hop. Because my favorite Pandora... First off, the fact that Pandora is in the news blows my mind. I haven't used Pandora in years. But I do mm-hmm. know and remember that my favorite Pandora station ever... And I'm giving away way too many life hacks right now. But hip-hop barbecue. You're welcome. To everybody okay. that's hearing this. Hip-hop barbecue, Pandora, is the best Pandora station you will ever need.
0: So... In addition to hip-hop barbecue, mm-hmm. you can go listen to the playlist that Pandora and Cheez-Its used to sonically age the cheese. They're okay. going to reveal it on May 26th, which is also the day that the box of hip-hop, hip-hop cheez it sonic yeah. age cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this
1: is my Biggie Smalls box. <laughs> It'll be hard to
0: get them. A limited run will be released at CheezItHQ.com, May 26th at noon Eastern. Oh, damn. I was
1: about to go online right now and be like, I wonder if I can get like a pre-order. Right. No. Like, let me get that Nas box. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, Which... May 26th, is that callback the uh, same day as the Dolly Parton TikTok musical? Yeah,
1: that's the Mexican pizza day. Actually, I think that might be the day the Mexican pizza comes back. I think the 27th is the day the musical comes out.
0: Somebody check us on our facts that we have previously Mm. talked about and don't remember already.
1: Please check us on things that we've shared and Mm -hmm. um, have a horrible memory with. Mm -hmm, There's mm -hmm. a lot of food stuff happening. Mostly just Taco Bell and cheese is doing (laughs) wild ass shit. And it all involves music too. Like That's kind of a weird...
0: Weird tie-in.
1: Coincidence slash tie-in. Oh,
0: oh, I just found out. Okay, I read a little bit. I didn't read the whole article before I started talking about it. I mean, yeah. In the study three years ago, the one out of Switzerland, the hip-hop cheese was aged to a tribe called Quest. That's pretty sweet. So apparently a tribe called Quest makes for great cheese. You heard it here first, people. Yeah, because y'all I, didn't hear about the Switzerland study from three years ago. I feel like this is
1: so fucking like abstract that it doesn't feel real, and yet I know that you are not messing
0: with me right now.
1: That I mean, it's pretty legit. I yeah, wish- it came
0: from PR Newswire. It's it's yeah. a
1: legit source. It's a real thing. It's also making me miss hip hop barbecue. Like that really was the best Pandora station like, ever.
0: Pandora is still an app that exists I know
1: but like I've moved on like yeah. I'm on Spotify now
0: I listen to it sometimes when I want to be lazy like please do the work mm. for me I'm gonna give you one song that I'm interested in today and then build a life around it for me please and I'll yeah. occasionally tell you like not this one.
1: Oh, that I forgot that good. you can do the thumbs up and yes. thumbs down yes and it, like don't Like for the special feature, can't you like skip an unlimited amount of songs? But if you do the free version, you can only only, skip like three times. Yeah. And you get commercials in between randomly. Mm, That really fucks up the hip hop barbecue vibe. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. It's like, hi, Pandora listeners. They always (laughs) pop in like that.
1: (laughs) And it's always like four times louder than the music Uh too. So it's like the woman also just appeared and she's Uh like yelling in your ear. Like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) Where'd you come from? Mine. I don't know where they get their data, but they have me in the wrong city. Like, oh my God. They have incredible. me from when I was living in Lafayette and it's oh. like right in Lafayette. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well that's not helpful for me. <laughs> i was
1: really She's hoping screaming it, it at, me would at be... an oil
0: change place in lafayette and i'm like cool can i get back to my customized playlist now
1: i was just hoping it'd be like like the most random town ever like a plano texas oh. like tex-mex like what the fuck no. are we talking about like how did you get this location
0: no no it's part of my history but like yeah, not yeah, yeah. current yeah you're missing the mark, Pandora. Yeah, not
1: current by a decade, which right. also makes sense because Pandora really. <laughs> but hey, maybe they're on the up and up, uh, you know, on this cheese its thing mm-hmm. they got going on. So mm-hmm. who knows? They're Shout making out, a comeback. <laughs> yeah, making a comeback. Shout out to Hip Hop Barbecue.
0: Oh, wait. Yeah, 90s hip hop. Don't call it a comeback. There you go.
1: Yeah. I'm sure cheese to that song tastes fantastic.
0: Right. I hope it's on the playlist.
1: Yeah. I want to listen to like Blueprint, Jay-Z's album with well, some cheese. Yeah, we'll
0: have to circle back on uh, May 26th. Okay. Its. We're going to forget. Yeah, we will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a date with Dolly Parton sometime in the future on TikTok. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't I'll probably be at Taco
1: Bell that day, but I appreciate yeah. you, Cheez Its.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, my last food story in the scoop is a big old disaster. I like from it. From New York City. Okay. And a promo that was going with Grubhub. We've already talked about DoorDash earlier in the episode and the cheeseburgers for a kid. Yes. That was a, like a miracle. This is the opposite end. It is a disaster. It is terrible. Grubhub thought they had this great idea and this awesome promo where they told New York City, I'm going to keep pointing out New York City, which is freaking (laughs) huge. Okay.
1: It's not not big.
0: It's not not big. It's big. It's big. It's big. They said that the entire city would receive a free lunch of up to $15 from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in the Grubhub app. And if you're in New York City and you're like, sure, I'll go for that. And so are like all of the other citizens of the city or even half of them, even half of them. Uh, The demand was crazy. At one point, Grubhub was averaging 6,000 orders per minute. The app crashed. (laughs) Of course it did. There weren't enough delivery riders to bring out all this food. And customers were left wasting their whole lunchtime. A, trying to figure out if they're ever going to get their lunch. B, arguing Mm -hmm. with the less than helpful people on customer service. And then (sighs) so many like thousands of food orders just got thrown away. Just like abandoned food that was wrapped up for people. Oh no. Because the order came through finally to the restaurant.
1: Yeah, but hours later, the person had moved on, they gave up, whatever. like The driver or rider or like...
0: Whatever. messenger on foot because it's in the city like yeah. never shows up to bring the order oh my god what do you do with it
1: dude if i'm a, if i'm like a rider and i'm looking at all these orders coming through i'm like you do not pay me enough for this right right now. i don't get paid based off of volume bro like i'm and out then,
0: yeah and then the person that shows up for a free lunch mm-hmm. what kind of tipper do you think they are
1: oh they're not tipping like that two-year-old right i promise you that much right they're definitely not you know right making a 90 dollar mcdonald's order this is crazy because this is the perfect example of a really good idea, like concept-wise, mm-hmm. with absolutely zero execution. This two-year-old Tippy has better execution right. than this entire, uh, was it Grubhub app? Yeah. Than, than Grubhub did. Because what the fuck are you thinking?
0: The people who think about it, mm-hmm. and I can say this as a former slash a uh, little bit current delivery person. Yeah. You dabble. I dabble Dabble now. in delivery. Yeah. Um, those orders are not ever going to be fulfilled by somebody sitting in the office that comes up with the ideas. Oh, fuck.
1: No, they don't know
0: what it's like and they don't know what the demand is. And like, it's not a realistic perspective of if this is like fair pay for this order or whatever.
1: Yeah. The execution's absolutely awful. And this definitely was, you know, this idea came to fruition by like some individuals in a board meeting somewhere Mm -hmm. who have no idea what it's like to be like boots on the ground these are the logistics that we actually have to deal with here. I looked it up really quick in 2020, the population of New York was 8.38 million. So let's just assume to say, I don't know, nine to nine and a half million. And then he said, let's chop that in half. So you're looking at between four to four and a half million people. Chop it in half again, just to Grubhub users. Okay, yeah. cool. Now we're down to 2 million. And then if we take it down to even a million, that is insane. Mm-hmm. And to open that up for like what, a three hour window, like, hey, for the next three hours, free lunch up to fifteen dollars.
0: Yeah. I'm hopping
1: on and the and also what what annoys me about this is that I fucking know that there was like a large number of people that did this weren't able to get through or immediately were experiencing issues. Right. And instead of walking away, instead of being like, Oh, you know what? Everyone in the city's doing this right now. Right. Because if I'm feeling this way, mm-hmm. and it's open to New York fucking city then I need to just move on with my day. But no, these people don't have that thought process. And instead, they decided call. to spend their lunch break mm-hmm. arguing with the people on Grubhub and therefore wasting more time. And just like everything just started spiraling. Like just like when uh, shit was hitting the fan with COVID, everybody started buying toilet paper because one person bought the toilet mm-hmm, paper mm-hmm. for no reason. And then it snowballs. Like it's just, I don't know, group, groups of people just doing really dumb shit. Like Grubhub fucked up. People didn't know how to respond to it. And instead of just going and going to Chipotle and getting a double wrap burrito, life hack, they decided to just argue on the phone for their entire lunch break, and then it fucked up their whole day.
0: Yeah, thousands of orders canceled, and then yeah. I don't know how many orders got actually made and thrown away. But there's like a TikTok user that posted a video of just trash bags full of free lunches being thrown away. Which
1: that's the most upsetting part yeah. of it all. Mm-hmm. That's the part where it's like, are we serious? I mean, if they could have found a way to, like, I don't know, help the homeless out in New York that specific day and be like, we're going to have a lot of leftover food, but we're Mm -hmm. ready for it, and we can, you know, get it to some homeless shelters or something along those lines. But no, just bags and bags and bags of fucking food being tossed out. That's unfortunate.
0: And I feel bad. It's not even fun. This this fucking sucks. And I feel bad for the people who own and run the restaurants who I read in the article were not giving any kind of heads up from Grubhub that this promo was going to run. God, could you
1: imagine?
0: So now the people in your restaurant might have gotten shorted on their order because that salad is sitting there abandoned because nobody from Grubhub is coming to pick it up. And guess now this guy at your counter can't get the food he wants to pay you for right now.
1: Yeah. And then guess who's also, you know, the same people that are arguing with the Grubhub people online are also the same people like this Venn diagram, by the way, is like all just one giant circle. They're also the same people Uh that are going on to Yelp and trashing that restaurant for something completely out of their control. Yep. they were never made aware of. Can you imagine having like a pita shop or something like that. And all of a sudden you look at like your orders for lunch and you have like 1500. You're like, wait, what the fuck is going on?
0: Oh yeah. I'm looking at pictures of like the, the pickup shelf. Yeah. Cause you know, that's how they made it kind of easier for mm-hmm. DoorDash and Grubhub and all these like app pickup things, Uber eats, whatever it is. Yeah. When the driver gets there, now they don't have to wait in line with the rest of the people at the counter. Yes. They go to the pickup area yeah, and they, they look for their order. It. It yes. Makes sense. But <laughs> the whole thing is overfilled, stacked on top of each other. It's insane. And like, just big old X amount of feet
1: tall and who knows like how many deep of multiple orders stacked on top of each other. You're not getting first and last names. It's usually like a first name, maybe a last letter, Mm -hmm. like initial, maybe. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's... The whole thing is a giant clusterfuck. I can't believe that Grubhub went through with this. I mean, I don't know. The whole thing blows my mind. But the crazy part is the concept is a good idea. Like, you want to, you know, do a promo. And you think it's going to attract a lot of new customers
0: who now think, like, well, that was such a great, easy experience. I never had to leave my office and I just got lunch brought to me. No, you didn't.
1: That would be hard to pull off in New Orleans. And New Orleans literally has a population. Oh, my God. I don't know percentage wise, but I would say it's around 400,000 or so. And if they were do that in new orleans there would still be some issues with that Dude,
0: even when i think it was uber eats at one point did like a donut day promotion or something mm. and there was one specific donut place that you could order from and get a discount and even that was hard to do and they like said no i'm sorry we ran out it's closed yeah like i jumped on it too 30 late 30 minutes in whenever this was it was pre-pandemic this is a while ago
1: yeah i don't know it's a good idea maybe test out in a really small market and make sure yeah. you have enough people you know, able to run these orders and also let restaurants know it. But how do
0: you ensure that you're going to have drivers because they're all like independent contractors yeah. and I can just, just say like, not to work. No, thank you. I'm going to turn the app off today yeah. unless you're going to offer me $30 per run.
1: Yeah, they, they would have to come up with some sort of incentivization, which then it, they would never do it. So we're going down a, rabbit hole too much this. yeah <laughs> welcome to the grubhub podcast <laughs> uh, oh yeah we just started like dissecting the fuck out of that yeah uh we need to get out of that rabbit hole anyways it, it's a it's a bad idea whatever moving on
0: and when we move on we move into our food high and low moments of the week
1: i like it you my, know what i my, don't That's kind of shitty you want to
0: go first mine is probably even shittier than oh, yours is because you have a really great high and i know I that i do my high is a pretty normal experience for me, but I just have to shout out Stein's deli. It's always the perfect thing for me to pick up on the go on the way. Like usually I'm like walking back to my house or whatever. Cause it's right down the street for me. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm a lady that has to go into an office.
1: I don't know why I thought you were going to say lady of the night just
0: now. No, <laughs> I don't think Stein's is even open at night
1: for night ladies. <laughs> got to get my hook and (laughs) sandwich.
0: No, I just had a great. (laughs) I I don't know why I thought that.
1: Anyways, I was like, Jesus,
0: look, I called it my work brunch because my low is going to answer this in a second, but this reminds me that I have to eat and I have to eat something like good. And a a bagel sandwich from Stein's just hits the spot. Yes, Uh, My low is that, it is hard for me to remember that at some point in the day I have to stop and eat and like get out of work mode for a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, I'm used to building my own day and like stopping yeah. when I want. And now it's like, Hey, quick email, zoom coming up in 30 minutes, question mark. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> so my low was eating a Snickers in one of my boss's office yeah and i'm like yeah this is my lunch today right before that big meeting we have coming up and uh i was just worried that they're like oh you're not you because you're hungry oh i was gonna say that please tell me somebody handed that
1: to you and was like you're not you when you're hungry that's what
0: he said he was like you got that because you're worried you're not gonna be yourself when you have to lead this zoom and i was like yes exactly (laughs) so snickers for lunch yesterday Welcome back
1: to uh, cor- corporate Ashley. Now mm-hmm. this is she's uh, not good at it. Yeah, you know, no, it's really hard. It's a big change. We'll figure it out. Okay, so my food high and low. And by the way, for those that don't know, Stein's great place to go to on Magazine Street in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. They're, I, for me, it's my favorite like sandwich shop in New Orleans. They're, yeah. they're fantastic. But um, anyways, uh, so my high. It actually happened last night. So again, wouldn't have been able to share it. Unless we record a day late. So between, you know, Mormon things going on.
0: Everything happens for a reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Manifest. God damn it. I hate that so much. And now I'm spacing out on the name of the hotel here that I was out. No, I was St. at Vincent. St. Vincent Hotel. And I was at the the restaurant last night for the first time, San Lorenzo. And had a very, very good dinner. Um, snapper tartare. I never had oh, snapper tartare. Me either. Yeah. So I decided to go with that because I love a good tuna tartare while mm-hmm. I love a snapper tartare. Turns out, I love it. It's very good. Uh, a crudo plate. And then I had halibut a la plancha. And I was very, very happy with this because so I grew up in Washington State. And growing up, we ate a lot of halibut and a lot of salmon because they're very, you know, they're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot in that area, whatever. Down in like the Gulf Coast region, not so much. But I don't go to restaurants here and be like, hope they got some halibut on the menu. Really looking forward to that.
0: But... Just a, like you wouldn't go looking for crawfish in Seattle. Never. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, but if I walked into a place that had some, well, one, I'm like, oh, wow, cool. how this get, how long yeah. did it take? Yeah. <laughs> anyways, this isn't in season. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? But this restaurant is very high quality and I just, you know, assume that they fly their stuff in fresh and they did. And it was fantastic. I'm very happy. And then I remembered that the other restaurant in New Orleans that also carries halibut is GW Finn's, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite restaurants in New Orleans. They definitely like either catch their stuff or fly it in fresh all the time. So very pleased with that. And I had halibut and my low is I was running errands the other day, running late, realized it was four o'clock doing the thing where I hadn't eaten. Mm -hmm. It was like, I have food at the house, but I'm I'm still running around for a little bit. I'm just going to go and swing through. And I was by Chick-fil-A. So I was like, let me just go through Chick-fil-A and just go and get something. Oh my God, did I forget what a fucking process it is to go through Chick-fil-A now? And not only did I go through the drive through because I didn't want to A, get out of my car, and B, well, B should be really A, talk to anybody. All I wanted to do mm. was listen to my podcast and like be a nerd and talk to the person on the intercom for two seconds and be left the fuck alone. But no, of course not. Because Chick-fil-A has decided that not only do they need a double drive through but they also need three separate checkpoints of humans standing out in the fucking New Orleans heat when it's like 90% humidity and it's 92 degrees outside. And these poor girls who are probably like in high school, they look very young, are wearing like full fucking khakis. They look miserable. One actually in the middle, like after she finished taking somebody's order, which, you know, don't need that because they have two drive-through menus. But- she had to go and sit down in the shade and just start chugging water. And I heard her telling her coworker how she wasn't feeling good. Like,
0: these motherfuckers. And, and you're like, and I'm part of this yeah, now.
1: And I'm part of this and I don't want to be a part of it. And then on top of that, they come up to your window and I'm like, now I got to roll the window down. Right. Now I have to engage you in conversation. They ask you what you want to order before you can even get to the intercom menu. I'm like, what if I want to switch things right. up?
0: That's the thing. You can't I see the big like menu this. anymore. They walk up to you with like a little folded thing. And yes. they're like, here's the menu. Like, tiny. Here you go.
1: Yeah. And they're like in your face with it. And then they like, they hold out the card reader to you. And it's at like this kind of a weird angle. And like, so I have to like Use my right hand, which is my non my non dominant hand. So now I have to like angle the card in there all weird. So I look like the guy from Scary Movie, who's like, "Who wants some mashed potatoes?" Like it's I look a like that. Head. Yeah. So I look I look like that guy. I'm like trying to get the card in the reader, and then they check in with you later, and they ask you, "Oh, hey, what's like, what's your name?" To make sure they got the order of the cars right, and then they checked in with me again before I got to the actual part where they handed me the food. Which, by the way, they had workers also standing outside of the actual restaurant. Handing the food to me through the window, like through my window.
0: Can I tell you the so solution that you're going to hate? Heat. It doesn't, Don't go it to doesn't, Chick-fil-A. It, I, know, right. I know. I know the no. solution. No, it doesn't bring the people inside. I'm so but upset by all of this. I if, feel bad for the workers. If you have the app, you can just drive up and talk to that first person and say, I have a mobile order for Ashley. And then <sighs> nobody like bothers you again because they're okay. like, okay, cool. You may proceed because you've already paid. It, the order's all in there. Everything's good to go. They already know what your car looks like. You don't have to talk to anybody else.
1: I might try.
0: But I know the apps bother you.
1: (laughs) They do. I can't function. And also, like, I was running low on gas. So I'm like, is this a BK situation happening all over again? Like, I have fast food application PTSD from this shit. And I want to combine, like, what I would do versus your suggestion. And I want to download the Chick-fil-A app. Obviously, use it in advance because I cannot use it while I'm pulling up. That'll cause me to have a severe anxiety attack. But then when I pull up, as I start walking towards my window, I just want to hold up my phone to the window.
0: I've learned an even better elevated trick.
1: Yes. Don't do the drive through option.
0: No. <laughs> Order it on the app say you're already there before you get there. Like you're mm. a couple blocks away and you're yeah. like, and it gives you an option. You check a thing that says like, I'm already here. Yeah. I'm lying. Liar. But that way, when yeah. I get there, it's sitting there waiting on the to go shelf and I'm yeah. just like, yoink. And I don't have to speak to a single person. It's made ready the straw in the bag and I'm yeah. out. But you know what? And I don't st- have to wait in the drive-through line.
1: That is brilliant. I commend you, but it also should not be up to individuals to come up with creative ways to jump through all these hoops so I can eat a chicken sandwich and fucking peas.
0: Also bring the people inside, bring your staff inside.
1: Yeah. Especially in new Orleans. And it's so hot out. Like I literally watched a girl look like she's about to pass out and started chucking water. And I was like, why are they outside right
0: now? I feel like Chick-fil-A is probably biggest in the South in general. And it's mm-hmm. hot all over the South. Take They're, all those people inside.
1: Yeah. I don't. And even at the very end of who I could tell was a manager. Cause she had like a different colored like polo on top, but I could tell that that individual, I'm like, why is she outside? You're standing outside of the window. And again, 92 degrees outside, 90% humidity. Girl, why are you standing outside? Like go inside and hand to me through your window so you can be cooled off. Like I don't want this um, like exchange to happen. I don't want you to be out here in the heat. I don't want to even talk to you. Like not, just hand me the food and leave me alone.
0: Not to add another wrinkle to this, but do the menu speakers not work? That's what something? I
1: was wondering. But here's the thing. Like first off, we know which Chick-fil-A location you and I are both talking about here. They have so much, I mean, they are literally printing money. Like if that was a front, like Ozark style, mm-hmm. no one would ever catch it. Right, right. Because that location has cars all day, every day. The line is insane. And they built another intercom. So it's like, and the, and the first one worked just fine. And they built another, it's brand new. So like both of them aren't working because it's been months that they've been doing this like two, three people process where you have to check in at multiple fucking Uh, checkpoints.
0: And you know what? I know there's always on the little marquee thing like open interviews, taking applications yes. now hiring yeah. you know what it'd probably be easier to get people to work there if you didn't make them stand out in the 92 degree heat and take people's orders yes. at their car window yes
1: and reallocate their work instead of having them stand outside taking orders use the fucking intercom for that bring them inside and now they can do various things because they're also closer to everything else they need to do anyways I there's think a, this is there's the, another rabbit hole we're
0: going i think down. this is the rantiest episode we've had in a minute i
1: feel very ranty right now <laughs> But it's it's just frustrating. I'm like, I can't believe that I have to talk to three people in the fucking heat when I don't want this. They don't want this. Like no one wants to, it almost like I don't want to go there again. I don't want to go there until they fix their shit. I really don't. And
0: now the voice in your conscious is saying like, I told you we had food at home. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Could have came home and just <laughs> ate some food. But you know what? That chicken sandwich tastes like damn good.
0: <laughs> that is a good note to end yeah. this episode. <laughs> we will talk to you next week. Maybe we'll be back on regular schedule. Maybe not who knows we're working it out i'm figuring it out i'm making it work until then you can find us on social media at pte pod shoot us your reactions your food high and lows if you have them Mm -hmm. and tell a friend don't forget to like share rate review, whatever you can do on the platform where you listen to your podcast and we'll talk to you next week
1: come back for seconds